Hello everybody, I'm the Common Sense American, and this week we're going to be focusing on the current President of the United States, and to some, he's not the President, we can't be saying he's, you know, he's a President, we believe that the election was rigged, he's not my President, and all that. Well, he is. And we have to accept that, and accept that he's going to be there until something else happens. Now, that being the case, Let's take a look at some of the ways that he could really destroy this country in four years. Uh, but before I get to that, uh, there's a few notes I want to I want to make about this guy. Um, first of all, anybody who didn't think that they, when they cast their vote for Biden, that didn't realize they were casting a vote for Harris is really just naive. Um, it's it's obvious, and it has been obvious. They've desperately tried to hide his condition, whatever it may be. Uh, now, aging, obviously, he's an older person and uh, mental and physical issues start to arise. It's simply inevitable. And I'm not saying the man is demented right now. I'm not saying that he's uh, completely incapable. What I'm saying is he's a lot farther down that road than the MSM wants us to believe and has always, you know, tried to cover up. Uh, when he fell on the stairs, one thing I want to point that's important to make about that fall. Uh, first of all, most people, most guys his age couldn't run up the stairs the way he did. That was actually pretty impressive, let's face it. Um, when he fell, uh, almost no no guys I know would be able to catch themselves the way he did. Uh, it's very difficult to do, even for younger people. So in that way, uh, I didn't see it, actually. It's, it almost was more a testament to his... Um, to his surprising strength as, as someone who's, I believe, 78 years old. Um, but people, you know, when, when it comes to that, um, I, I think it's really important to remember one thing above all others, is that even if someone appears to be uh, very, very hale and robust for their age, there are a lot of things going on behind the scenes that we may not know about. Now, we see a lot of that sometimes in the videos that, that we see. He, he's lost. He's He doesn't really know where he is. You can tell that he's not really sure what to do next, what to say next. There's a lot of people very close to him at all times, especially when he's on stage. There are people saying, okay, that's enough. We're not taking any more questions. And, of course, in being out of the limelight, being out of the public eye for so long, uh, I don't know how many days it is in counting, is not a good sign either, as a, a former... White House physician has said there's something wrong with that. Uh, I believe it was Ronnie Jackson who tweeted about that right after the fall. He said, look, you know, aside from the fall, the fact that he continues to hide is, is a bad sign. It's just presidents don't do that, especially at the start, you know. Um, but this, I think they always knew this. And Democrats always knew that this could very well be the case. And they needed a Trojan horse. Okay, they knew they weren't going to get their far left agenda pushed. They weren't going to get Sanders in there. They weren't getting Buttigieg. They weren't getting Harris. They they just weren't. It wasn't going to happen. If they tried to run them on the ticket, they probably would have been demolished by Trump. And I think they knew that. What they needed was someone exactly like Biden, uh, who would be exactly what they wanted. He'd be malleable. He'd be you could lead him by the nose. He wasn't really all there, and I think they knew it. And there were many. Many far-left organizations, for example, like Black Lives Matter and Marxists that came out and flat out said that Biden's really not their pick. They don't really like this guy, but they like the fact that he is um, he could be manipulated and he could be easily led. And we're, I think we're seeing that. And even though Harris got maybe 2% of the overall popularity vote for 
to run for president on the Democrat side, you know, she's way progressive, more so than Biden ever was. And in order for her to be in power, and of course, they want a person of color in power, especially if it's a woman. That was the perfect running mate for, for Biden. In order to get her there, Biden is the Trojan horse. He's the perfect person for that job. Now, getting into these issues as to what is he could really uh, run this country to the ground in a very short span of time. The first one that jumps out at me, and I think is jumping out at a lot of people right now, is the border situation, which has surged to the point of a crisis in a very, very short span of time, in just a matter of, of, of weeks, really. Uh, from the moment he stepped into office, there's been a massive surge to the border because, you know, migrants thought they could get in. And they have been. And the illegals just keep flooding. We have not been able to deal with this for, for years, for decades. Trump tried to stop it. He did an admirable job of getting a wall up, of simply trying to enforce existing immigration and border law. That's really all he was doing. He didn't pass anything new in that capacity. He may have expanded on a few existing rules and laws, but to certainly nothing drastic. Those were in place and have been in place for a long time. We just choose not to enforce them. And Democrats simply don't want citizenship law to exist. They don't want borders. They don't want anything. And they think that can actually work. What we're seeing now is now they want amnesty for... I don't know how many millions. And that also will just, it, I, it was a rep Mo Brooks from Alabama who said basically that could result in a surge of literally 100 million more residents in this country within the next 10 or 20 years. That is not a population surge that is sustainable and certainly not in the condition that we are in now. Not to mention the ongoing stats that no one wants to talk about, which is the sheer number of felons and criminals that come out of the illegal group. It's the majority that have some sort of criminal record, and it's certainly the majority that are in forms of welfare, both illegal and legal, and not to mention free health care and everything else is the reason they're coming here. And I made the point in last week's podcast that we are only attracting the dregs of the world right now. There are several reasons for it. If you want to hear it, go back and listen to last week's. Trust me on this. That is what's happening. And a big reason for that is because of the Biden administration. He is going to allow this to continue. He's, he, he did say, well, now oh, I want you to stay home. Don't, don't come yet. Look, this guy, I said before, is so milquetoast and so ineffective. It's, the, it's his handlers. It's the puppet masters that we have to worry about. And that's what we're worrying about right now. Because people like Harris, people around him, they love this crap. They don't think there's any issue at the border. They will still deny that there's a crisis, despite the fact that we have border officials screaming at the tops of the lungs that this cannot continue. How many more thousands, at this point, hundreds of thousands of American lives should be negatively impacted by illegals that come here? How many more can we really sustain? Why are we not allowed to talk about it? You can celebrate the one freaking, you know, uh, success story came here up from nothing, built himself up. I see the beer damn commercials all the time. Sure, go and scour the country for those. You can find those stories. They exist, but we're not allowed to talk about the rest of it as if it doesn't exist, as if it's not there, as if every single person coming here is some law-abiding, hardworking individual who's just fleeing a, a, a bad situation. There are a few of those. That is not the majority. It's not even close. And the statistics bear that out. And if we keep allowing this to happen, it's only going to get worse. And that could bury the country very quickly. Forget four years. We're talking about an, uh, an influx and a surge that if it remains completely unchecked and they get their way, no one will do anything about it. There won't even be a border. That's one. The second one, and we saw this right out of the gate, 
was Biden's willingness to just sign executive order after executive order, breaking every record ever set. Uh, don't you remember when Democrats were calling out Trump for being a tyrant and a uh, monarch and an authoritarian uh, type ruler when he passed individual uh, executive mandates at the start of his term? Do you know how many Biden passed? It was 50 plus in his first few months. Trump didn't even come close. took years to reach that number for him. And this is obviously how government is going to be run under Democrats, which we all knew was going to be a very authoritarian the complete opposite of, quote, for the people. Forget the system. Forget trying to get everything through the House and the Senate. We're just going to sign this into law. This is going to be the way it is, and that's what you're going to have to take. Now, they can't do that with everything, but they're going to do it with absolutely anything they can, they can get their hands on they can get away with. And he has already run into trouble for a lot of these orders. He's facing lawsuits for the Keystone Pipeline. He's facing other lawsuits for a variety of uh, mandates that just have not gone over well and have immediately negatively impacted this country in a number of ways. Uh, you have, uh, this is setting the tone. This is a precedent. This is not a presidency. This is, this is Biden the king. This is... Uh, showing us that it doesn't matter that uh, we, the people, elected this uh, president. What it's showing us is that we elected a monarch, that we elected someone who's going to do this. Now, I am still not convinced, and I don't think anybody's convinced, that Biden is fully 100% aware of everything that he is signing and that he is not being influenced or pushed in that direction. This guy was never far left. It's one of the reasons why the far leftists didn't like him and, and really didn't want him there. They, they, yes, anything was better than Trump in their eyes, but they didn't like Biden. They just knew he could be manipulated. And you know what? He kind of is. It seems obvious. There are certain bills and stances that he is taking that I, if you listen to him from 10, 15 years ago, these are not stances and bills he would have supported. It's too far in that direction. He has been gravitating that way ever since. Ever since he got in the office, he's been going farther and farther left, and you can't tell me that's not because they're pulling him farther and farther left. And these orders are getting more and more left, and it won't take long. If you keep passing these, at the rate that he has been passing them, uh, you're, you're talking in four years? I mean, he, he, can, he can pass hundreds. And yes, you can, you, can, you can push back against them, and there have been lawsuits, and there have been governors who say, I'm, I'm, forget it, I'm just not following that. But that's very rare, and it's very difficult to overcome an executive order, especially under an administration that's completely ruled by Democrats. It's very difficult to, to get back on that. And it, as we saw with uh, Trump uh, executive orders, one of the first things Biden was trying to erase a bunch of them. Now, if we got a Republican in, in office somehow miraculously in, in, in 2024, we could see that again, a, a large erasure of basically a lot of Biden mandates. But that's in the future. And between now and then, there's several years and a lot of bad things can happen. And he could just pass it order after order after order. I don't know why anybody, nobody's talking about this. If it had been Trump doing this, the media would have had a meltdown for months the left would be completely flipping out on social media. There is not a peep about Biden doing this. There is not a peep. Why? Because they've always wanted power. They're the biggest hypocrites on the planet. They just want things the way they are. They don't care how it happens. And they want this to be the rule of the land. And if you don't believe it, you're wrong. And that's the way it is. Hypocrites and the most narrow-minded humans alive. Seriously. Uh, okay. Now, number three. He could... 
very easily cripple this economy very, very quickly. Um, you can't just bounce back from trillions upon trillions of dollars in these massive relief bills over the past year. It doesn't work that way. I know Democrats want to think it does, but then again, you wouldn't want to put a Democrat in charge of a business, let's put it that way, uh, and they prove their, their complete ignorance of the entire situation by promoting these kinds of things. And, of course, jamming a bunch of crap into these bills that should never have been there in the first place. They could have been literally one-tenth the size, if not one-one-hundredth. And, you know, just to specifically to deal with relief, I mean, we've turned to 90% of the stuff that's in there has nothing to do with relief in a lot of these bills. Um, and the Trump administration fought it a lot when they were trying to get their relief bills passed. And Democrats kept trying to jam it in. They're going to do it more. And they just, they did it with the last one. You cannot take trillions of dollars and just print money and expect nothing to happen. The chickens have to come home to roost, and they're going to. You're going to see massive increase in taxes. That's just the way it is. And Biden wants that anyway. They're written into a lot of bills anyway. Very quietly, they're written in. We don't talk about them because, of course, the MSF, MSM uh, protects our savior, Biden, because he couldn't possibly do anything wrong, and there's nothing in there that's going to hurt anybody except mass increases in taxes, and those are coming in a variety of ways. Their claim is that they're only going after the wealthy, which is a complete lie. It's always been a lie and a Democrat rule. Everybody suffers under Democrats, especially the middle class. Look it up. They're the ones who end up shouldering most of the burden. Anyway, that's what could happen. Take a look at his plans. Take a look. You're The same thing is happening prior to and into the Obama era. American companies are just sprinting the hell out of here going, this is once again going to be an environment in which we cannot survive or thrive. We're going to have to go overseas again. The companies that Trump brought back, they're, they're regretting it. It is once again going to be just like any, uh, under any Democrat regime. It's going to be anti-business, very anti-small business. They're going to, it's very unlikely they can, many can survive at all. Um, and they're just going to keep thrusting this down our throats and the, the economy is going to keep taking hit after hit after hit because he just keeps basically putting that second. Forget the economy. We're going to do relief first. We're going to do political correctness first. We're going to do racism first. We're going to do the climate first. We're going to do all this first and expect that the economy is just going to go along hunky-dory, which never happens and can't happen and won't happen. So very easily, his... Uh, methods and ideas could very quickly uh, cause the economy to just slump badly. Uh, it's really going to depend a lot on consumer confidence in the coming years, as, the, of course, the markets always do, uh, the job, the jobless rate, uh, whether or not these companies are willing to stick it out under Biden administration and just pay these massive taxes and and hope that things are going to turn around. It's going to, there's going to be a lot of factors here, but it's hinging right on a disaster. And we have to acknowledge that because this guy doesn't know what he's doing. And Democrats can't run a giant business, which is a country, as Obama proved. And uh, even by the end of his term, his approval rating had fallen quite a bit that everybody forgets. Um there, there's a lot to think about there, but that could very well happen. And the, the fourth and last way that this could really happen, and it's, this one's not related specifically to Biden, but certainly his administration and the leftist regime as a, as a whole. Uh, and this is, this is certainly the number one issue that we face today, which is the absolute hate and divisiveness that they are spreading. And I say they because it is they. Uh, it has always been. 
it will continue to be. Uh, anybody who thought that just because Biden was in office, all of a sudden, you know, the violence would go away and everything would come, that was never going to happen because Democrats continue to push the same agenda. And that agenda fuels hate and divisiveness. It's all they do. They do it under the guise of equality and they do it under the guise of love. It's completely the opposite. And it always has been. This has never been about equality. This has been about elevating certain races and ethnicities and basically just punishing anybody who's white. Uh, let me give you uh, just an example. Uh, I got into a bit, I never do this because it's always a waste of time, but there was a, someone on Twitter who was bashing something about classic movies. There was, you know, racism and everything and it's in there and uh, people doing blackface sometimes and all that and couldn't watch a movie because of it. And I said, well, I guess that means I, you know, what about, you know, white chicks, you know, I guess I'm, can I, am I allowed to be offended at that? And they said, oh, well, that's, you know, one, you know, ridiculous example. There's hundreds and hundreds and, you know, there's, there's like none now of, of minorities portraying white people in, in, in movies or in, you know, productions. And I, you know, I said, look, there are minorities who make their entire careers out of mocking white people, black comedians, especially. They have made entire careers out of mocking white people for the past, I'd say, 30 or 40 years. We're all just supposed to laugh it off and say that's fine. You'd never be able to make jokes about that about any other race. There's television shows, movies, books, every form of entertainment there is that flat out mocks and says that white people are a second class citizen and always have been. And I said, so if, if I'm not, am, am I at least allowed to be offended at jokes at my expense because of my color? And this person laughed and said, I'm not said, no, you're not. Now that is, of course, a textbook definition of racism. That's what that is. Saying you're not allowed to feel offended, you're not allowed to feel uh, uh, discriminated against, that you're not allowed to feel marginalized, you're not allowed to feel scared. All of this is just an illusion that you're, you're being, somehow I'm still racist in thinking this. And we all know at this point that the message that is being sent is that the only people in the entire world that can be racist are white. The only people who can be abusers are white. The only people who can be guilty are white. We're reaching a point where they just passed reparations in, in some town. I forget where, but they just did it. They're going to keep doing it, giving people money for no reason. They're going to st we're right on the edge of laws being passed that say, you know, we're going to protect races certain races from certain things. There was a law just passed a town nearby me that said that it's an, it was illegal to discriminate on natural hair color. This was a, on a call from uh, black people who said they were discriminated against because of their hair. So basically, they, that was always, you never could do that. But now they've criminalized it. Okay, And all they have to do is say, I was discriminated against because of my hair. There's no way to prove that. You can't prove intention. You can't prove that that's exact. That's why this person wasn't hired for the job or fired or whatever, and it doesn't matter. All it takes is one side saying this is what it is, and they've criminalized it, which means that person, that employer, can now be punished. Which means, in turn, that 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 all employers, like I've been saying for the, for a long time, they're just going to flat out. They're not going to be able to fire anybody of color, and they're going to only hire people of color just to be safe. And that's what's happening, and that is going to continue to happen under the Biden administration because they love this crap. They're the most racist group of people on the planet, and it's only going to get worse. And they're not going to be happy until they basically drive out, I think, basically every white person out of the country. Hirono, that idiot Democrat from, from out west, said that Biden wasn't, wasn't um, keeping his promise of having a diverse cabinet. 
okay, didn't, didn't they just run a bunch of articles about how it's the most diverse cabinet in, in American history? It's not enough. You know why it's not enough? Because there's white men involved and that's it. If that cabinet consisted of every single race and ethnicity and group that you can think of, with the exception of white males, she wouldn't have said a word and no Democrat would say a word. And we all know this because it doesn't matter. Those are the people who can be discriminated against and be racist about and be marginalized and told to shut up and punished because they're the only ones who can be villains. And that is starting to rankle. That is becoming a major problem because that only spreads hate and divisiveness. You can't be telling people what they think, say, or do. You can't be spreading the message to all white people that they're all racist simply because of their skin color, even if they're not aware of it, which is awfully convenient. And that is the only message that is being sent right now by entertainment, by the media, by education, by the government. And that is going to make things much, much worse and create a very, very big problem in the coming years. And Biden will do nothing to stop this. The administration will only support this. And that could, that absolutely is our, our number one issue for, for the near future. Uh, there doesn't seem to be anything that anybody can do to deal with this. Somebody of, and it's going to have to be somebody of color because they're not going to listen to anybody who's white because we don't have rights. We don't have feelings. We don't, we have all these privileges that don't exist right now very clearly, but you know, we're supposed to just shut up about it and be quiet and, you know, sit in the corner. I did a podcast uh, some time ago about how the only thing white people can do is shut up and apologize or apologize or shut up or both. That's it. They have no other recourse and everybody knows it. Every labor board on the planet, every uh, newspaper on the planet, they all know this. You have no recourse, so shut up. And with that being spread, with that rhetoric thriving, that ultra-racist, hateful rhetoric thriving, and people buying into it, like that person on Twitter who said, I was not allowed to be offended. Not allowed to be offended. That's a quote. There are a shocking number of people who believe that. They really do. That is the textbook definition of racism. And they are taught that they're not racist. They're taught that that's not true. That it's okay to say these things to white people. That it's okay to attack them essentially verbally and pretty soon, as if it's not already, physically attacking them. This is only going to happen. This is what's going to happen. This is guaranteed to happen. And the media will only, they'll be as quiet about that as, as they can be for some time. They will, they will hide that as much as they can. They will never, ever call anything that happens to a white person a hate crime. They will not. It's going to take a long time before that happens. And trust me, it's going to start. If it hasn't already, how do we know? We never hear about it. But there are cases where I know people who have, they're getting screamed at in parking lots simply because they're white. They didn't do anything. They just walked across the park to try to get in the car. And they're getting racial epithets of being screamed at them by black people, by Asian people. This is border, this is just, this is scary. And there's a lot of white people who feel it. And you, you, this has nothing to do with equality. This has nothing to do with promoting anything. And you're only pushing that crap. You're not pushing equality at all. And never have. You're pushing racism. And it's against one race and always has been. That's the way it is. Plain and simple. And that's really what could do us in all these things that I mentioned under the Biden administration. And we have to remember, you know, just how incapacitated is this guy? Just how with it is he? I, I really don't know. It, 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 you, I do know that he's being influenced on, on a pretty mass scale. That's pretty obvious to me. But anyway, uh, we're, only time will tell. Uh, hopefully the 2022 midterms, maybe we can flip the house. Who knows? 
but we've got to at least keep fighting back for the time being because uh, th this guy's not just a waste of space, I, which I thought he was at first. And now he's just a flat-out liability uh, because of the people around him. Uh, so anyway, that's the that's the show for this week. Uh, again, I thank you all for listening and lending an ear. Again, I do this for fun. I don't get paid. I don't do ads. Uh, I don't send stuff to you in your email. I, there's no downloading. Um, so, and I don't have any explicit content. So it's always, you can always listen to me work or in the home with kids or whatever. Um, and uh, I, I always appreciate anybody who's willing to lend an ear because so few do. Um, but anyway, that's it for me. And uh, hope everybody has a good week and I'll see you again soon. Thank you.